Welcome to the Matthew Dark Show, where hypocrisy meets accountability. Sit back and enjoy, or call in and get involved. Ladies and gentlemen, it's showtime. Now here's your host. Take it away, Matthew. Holy cow, my goodness, my gracious, it is so good to be with you here on a Wednesday, this January the 25th. We have a very good show for you. We have an impactful show for you. The beauty about this thing um, is that when we bring you special guests, special experiences, we're asking that your hearts get prepared. That's why I'm going to start us with prayer before we do anything at all. Dear Heavenly Father, Father Lord, we just ask that you come in to this show to say, because we have some amazing things happening. We want to thank you. We want to praise you and glorify you for all the things you are doing in our first guest today's life, Christine's. We thank you for that. We thank you for all the people around her that are supporting her, Father. We know there's tremendous darkness out there, but with you there is light. And you coming in and sowing seed with your words. Give us the words to sow those seeds in the heart of the listener. And with those, go out and put your words into action. We say these things in the heavenly name, the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, all of God's people said, Amen. Welcome Amen. in. I want to say this for, for a couple of things here. Text line. You're texting brave. 720-999-9493. That's again, 720-999-9493. That is texting brave. Okay, because we're going to start our morning with bravery every single morning here. Okay, KLZ apps. You take us anywhere you go, anytime you need to go. We're replayed again at 11 p.m. That's our night owl. Okay, yeah. that is our graveyarders. Uh, maybe on the wor- way to work. Okay, so if you're not starting your morning with bravery, start your evening with bravery. Okay, 303-477-5600. Now that's the fault. That's the line to get involved right away. We'll probably take calls here in the back half of the show. Okay, now I want to do the first thing, get started, because we're going to get right into some pro-life stuff, one of our favorite topics. Christine Juergen, I want to welcome you in and thank you. Now, a couple of things here. We're going to talk about your podcast. We're going to talk about your experience, but just bring the listeners up to date. This is a pro-life, um, this, is your, this is your spot, pro-life in the movement. Tell us just, our listeners, as we get moving here, Christine Juergen, what brought you into that space what it's been like before, now, and what you're currently doing. Let's just get into let our listeners know uh, exactly where you're coming from. Welcome in. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I don't have quite the radio voice that you do. Well. I'll do my best. <laughs> it's true. Um, well, praise God. Praise God. He gives us all certain gifts. I can't read a lick, but uh, he did this. Okay, but no worries. Go ahead. So I had my own unplanned pregnancy at age 20. Um, I, I, say, I like to say that I knew Jesus, but I wasn't walking with him. And um, I was in school and found out that I was pregnant. And it was one of those things where I had always been pro-life, but you're kind of forced to see how pro-life you actually are when you're in those circumstances. How are you going to walk this out? Are you going to walk out your beliefs? And I decided, you know, that I was going to go to the doctor and have an appointment and and they did an ultrasound and I heard the heartbeat. Mm. And that was really powerful for me and kind of the you know, solidified, yes, this is a baby, this, yes, this is not your life to take. And uh, so I chose life for my son. And eventually I had to tell the dad and um, he was not willing to consider a baby and asked me to have an abortion. And I said no, and eventually messaged me later and offered me a very, very large sum of money to have an abortion. And I said, oh, I know we're not supposed to say certain things on the show, but I basically said, you can take your money and shove it where the sun don't mm, shine. Praise God, amen. <laughs> These are my morals and values that I, I'm passionate about, and um, it's the best thing that has ever mm. happened to me. Uh, and my son is almost 15 years old now. Awesome. And, and so I kind of know what these women are going through when they 
are in these circumstances of an unplanned pregnancy and how difficult that it can be because it is it is tough especially when you weren't planning on it so i have a heart for them i've walked in those shoes and i like to walk alongside them awesome i you know i often you know i was somewhat agnostic about the issue of life in my 20s as a younger man um i praise god i thank god i never had to have that decision put on me because i don't know that i was secure enough confident i mean you heard the ultrasound and and the easy thing is just to discard this away. The easy thing is almost always the wrong thing. That's what I know. And then when it comes to life, the easy thing, the hard thing is to raise that life up mm-hmm. and, and pour everything you got into it and really value it as this is a gift from God. So I thank you so much for that. So this is 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. You started the journey. Um, how did you become now? This is going to be sort of a mentality. This is how I operate in life is saving babies, supporting mothers. What's the next step beyond you getting saved and having your son? So eventually, I had always kind of felt called to the pro-life movement, but as you know, uh, some people deem this a controversial issue. Um, I don't think there's anything controversial about standing for life. I think the controversy (laughs) lies on the other side, but um, I had had a decent social media following as a mom blogger and kind of doing the mom influencing thing, and I started to share my story and kind of tiptoed. You know, I I Mm -hmm. dragged my feet and said, this is how I chose life, and I didn't use the words pro-life because I was scared to. And everybody received the story very well of me choosing life for my son. And so I said, oh, I'm going to go a little bit farther. And I started using the word pro-life and I was not received very well. Mm. Um, ended up losing quite a bit of my followers, but then gained quite a bit more. And um, from that, I just, I started to feel more fulfilled in talking about this issue, you know, instead of talking about, here's mom products you need to buy, which is great. And I was making money doing that, but it just didn't fulfill me. And mm. I found that talking about this issue was something that was near and dear to my heart. And so I I continued to do it. And eventually there was a woman who messaged me and said, Hey, I want you to know that I'm pro-life. I'm a Christian, but I had an abortion appointment scheduled Mm -hmm. and I prayed to God for help. And when I opened my Instagram, I saw one of your pro-life posts and I canceled my abortion appointment. Mm. And that was just kind of like God saying, you're on the right path. Keep doing what you're doing. And I went out on a limb and asked my followers, Hey, you guys, she's, she, is canceling her abortion appointment, but she had it scheduled in the first place because her boyfriend lost his job due to COVID. She's not married. They already have a kid. They had to just move back in with his or her parents. And so she was in a situation where it was financial pressure. And so I went out on a limb and asked my followers, hey, do you guys want to bless her? Let's buy everything off of a baby registry for her. And they did. It filled within 24 hours. And they said, let's do it again. I want to do it again. Can we find another mom to help? And um, so we did. And now we do them. And they, we do baby registries. And they fill in about 45 minutes. Duh. It's awesome. Amen. Is that the coolest thing you've ever heard? It that is. chills, folks, that you're getting from your head to your toes. That's the spirit coming in and just validating <laughs> that he's alive and well. Uh, that is an awesome story. Um, how many? How often are you getting that? Like, I'm a, I'm a single expectant mother, and I don't know what to do. How often is that coming up? Um, well, it happens typically fairly often. So I wish I could help every mom in the world. Um, sure. I, I do kind of a niche thing, women who were abortion vulnerable um, or specifically had taken the abortion pill and reversed it, which is a thing. Um, and we can talk about that, too. But yeah. uh, I work with Bella Health and Wellness. And so when they have somebody who comes in and is uh, either took the abortion pill and ends up reversing it or is abortion minded and we're able to help them, they say, hey, we have somebody who's financially unstable. Can you help out? Well, Will you explain that? Because we've heard that, okay, at Walgreens, okay, they, you, at Roe v. Wade, and you have liberals all over the world crying, bawling, and, and, and asking Satan, what do we do now at the ending, you know, when we dismantled really a despicable 
uh, precedent in Roe v. Wade. And I'm very comfortable. See, on this show, we're very proud to say this. We are anti-vax. We are election deniers and we are pro-life. We are unapologetic for all those things. And if that makes you uncomfortable, that's good. That's where we want you because we're tapping into a place. We need to rise you up and get your morals right because they come from God and you can go out and do those things. But there is consequences when you hear the right thing to do from the Lord and you disobey it. Mm -hmm. The abortion pill. Mm -hmm. Now, tell us about this because people think, oh, you just take a pill and in this stuff right now. How does this work and what's going on with that? So there's two pills. Um, the first pill, essentially what it does is cut off progesterone, cuts off nutrients to the baby and essentially starves the baby. And so, so that's what kills the baby. Now that is not what gets the baby out of your body. You still have to expel it. So the second pill is meant to do that. And what the abortion pill reversal is, and I want people to know that there is a reversal, especially anybody listening in case they know somebody, or maybe they have actually taken it themselves. Um, what the reversal is essentially progesterone. And so it just pumps progesterone back in your body. If you take, if you catch it within the first 72 hours after you've taken the first pill, there's a 68% chance of reversing it. Now the abortion industry doesn't want you to know that. And Democrats certainly don't want you to know that because then they're admitting that there is abortion regret and that people, you know, sometimes immediately regret it. And that does happen. I have worked with multiple women who have had their baby saved by the abortion pill reversal because they took the first pill and then they (sighs) regretted it. And uh, Bella Health and Wellness does that and uh, does the reversal and they do the progesterone and and it's completely safe. I've talked to pro-life OBGYNs and they say that, but the abortion industry will completely lie to you. I mean, think about it. If they were truly pro-choice, Planned Parenthood would offer the reversal. Correct. Yeah, that's so true. So you're okay. So they take one and then it is is, when are they take that second one? That's the 72 hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if in that moment you're leaving the clinic, you think, what have I just done? Please, God, help me. I need help. There's still that pocket of window to where they can reach out and maybe reverse with almost 70 percent. Yeah. And save this and reverse that. Okay, so that's all information. You're right. Um, Planned Parenthood will never tell you that. In fact, they'll tell you that you're doing the best thing ever for you and this child. You know, one thing I don't think that ever gets talked about ever. uh, We know about the hideous nature of what's happening to that life in the womb. But we don't follow up 20 years later with that woman. The despair, the inner agony of what she caused. I mean, you can say you're the toughest liberal in the world. You're the most pro you know, choice in the world. At the end of the day, you're sitting with that inside of you that you, mm-hmm. you physically chose to end a life. And so we don't want that for anybody. We, yeah. we want you to get saved right now. We want you to reach out right now. Um, okay. And I know Bella Health and Wellness. I love that group. That's uh, uh, they're part of Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Mm-hmm. And just so you know, folks, Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom. Okay. And dot com for that website. Not only would you find resources like Bella Health and Wellness, but just um, patient first, life first type practitioners that are actually going to give you the straight stuff because they're not paid by some outside entity, um, big pharma or, or state and local government to give you the truth and the honesty. I, I, uh, I commend you. You're, this is uh, powerful already. Shemay. Yeah. Um, Abby Johnson, she said that Planned Parent gives the least effective form of birth control because it's a good business model. Um, saying that, like Planned Parenthood is uh, for Planned Parenthood, abortion is their bread and butter. You're saying give give birth control that's going to likely result in a pregnancy Low so they can birth cash. Control. Yes, uh. <laughs> what that is insane. And and something that came up recently um, on your podcast, the Speak Out podcast, which is kind of 
of what Matt was talking about, how, um, you know, people do have abortions and there is like huge regret and there is like major pain that happens with that. And a story was shared recently on your podcast of Kaya Jones. Is that how you say her name? Kaya Kaya Jones, um, a former pussycat doll um, performer, singer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she she shared a very vulnerable story. And your your podcast got you know, big recognition because of this. And will you kind of share about like how that came to and and how that story broke? Yeah. So uh, Fox News ended up picking up Daily Wire, a lot of big time organizations. And as you know, if you're interviewing somebody, typically you go and research them, Uh, look at what they've done. How am I going to ask these questions? What are some transition pieces? And so I did all of that and I had no idea that she had ever had an abortion at all. I just knew that she was pro-life. So we had her on and we were talking about the music industry and how corrupt it is and how they kind of control you and what you can and can't do. And uh, she uses the words, it's basically like a sex trafficking ring. And um, so I had her on and she just started talking and said, she said that she had an abortion and she actually opened up even more and said that she had had three and how much she regrets it Mm -hmm. and that there is nothing that will ever make up for the the babies that she does not have now Mm -hmm. and so I just kind of let her keep talking because I had no idea that the podcast was going to go that way or that she was going to open up in that way so I let her keep talking and she shares about her regret very openly and I think that's very powerful because when it comes to the music industry or even Hollywood as a whole um, or many industries I would think you know athletes that's that happens a lot they say just take care of it you know, go have an abortion. It, it'll erase this problem. They mm-hmm. see it as a problem because you can't fit into that little outfit when you're performing. Right. Or you can't perform properly on the field if you're some sort of an athlete. Um, it's really unfortunate. But Kaya was so generous and so vulnerable and to open up in that way. I really, really appreciate her doing that. And um, I think that it's probably saved babies and help other women heal, too. 100%. I, I actually related with her story so much. And um, just it being out there on a pro-life uh, airway, you know, it just added like just some sort of like balm of Gilead, you know, where it just like heals that place where you know that there is restoration and that God can really restore and forgive. Um, you know, where can women and men go for counseling to heal from abortion? In Colorado. Are you familiar with any of those places or services? So any pregnancy resource center um, here in Colorado can connect you with those. There's a ton of pregnancy resource centers. Alternatives uh, is one, and they can absolutely help. They do have a counseling service. Um, There's also, you know, national ones and Rachel's Vineyard and um, different things. Um, There's abortion regret dot org, I believe it is. And so there are different... um, let me double check on that website, though. Okay. Um, but there's there's plenty of organizations, and, and the pregnancy resource centers in your area oftentimes are going to have classes or courses, or they'll meet with you. They'll have a counselor, um, and a lot of times it's biblically based, yeah. which is fantastic because I think ultimately you need to find Jesus, um, and to, he's the only one who's going to be able to take away that pain. 100%. My goodness. We're blowing through a powerful first segment. We'll do this, Luke. We step away for just a moment. Don't go anywhere. We're doing just fine. We're doing excellent right here on a Wednesday. Don't go anywhere. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ 560 AM.
Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your health care concerns. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit ColoradoHealthCareProvidersForFreedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. Welcome back in, folks. So good to be with you here this Wednesday, January the 25th. Text BRAVE 720-999-9493. KLZ app. We want you connected with the show. There's resources that you must have. There's information that you must have. We ask that you go put that information to work and tell a friend. This is not stuff to keep private for yourself. We must, must, must. So, our in-studio guest, Christine Jurgen, we want to thank her. Um, you were recently at the March for Life. Give us a temperature. I saw uh, some wonderful testimony. I saw incredible passion from that event. Um, give us your firsthand experience from there. It was incredible. Oh. Um, it's the, it was the 50th anniversary of the March for Life. It's also the very first post-row March for Life, um, which was something so fun to celebrate That's because awesome. it was the first one after Row was overturned. And I don't know if you guys can see my shirt. Yeah. I know everybody listening. It says Row reversed um, and talks about uh, awesome. June 24th, which was the day that it was reversed. But it's funny because, you know, they say it's just a bunch of old white men who are trying to control women. And then you go for, to the March for Life and it's young people, old people, middle-aged people, black people, white people, Hispanic, uh, Asian people. I mean, it, it's everybody under the sun, able-bodied, disabled. The, the narrative that they throw out there is completely mm-hmm. debunked if you just show up and you see people who are happy. And it's totally contradicting to the Women's March, but people are happy and all they want to do <laughs> is love on women and their babies. You know, there's yes. this narrative that we only care about the babies and then once they're born we don't care about them anymore and that couldn't be farther from the truth and if you just go and witness one of these things it's so incredibly powerful and you see that that narrative is just debunked you know there's just this i've said the way we especially in a state like this where we're there is no restrictions it's all go for abortion um the way we treat our unborn is it makes really filthy countries like iran and north korea blush i mean there's a certain level in a human being that says "Ooh." That's crossed the line. We see that with the LGBTQ cult that comes into our schools, with the way that we teach racism. And the way, at the end of the day, folks, we have to strip out the BS. And that's not for it's for bullshitter. We say <laughs> bullshitter on this show because there's a lot of BS surrounding this issue. The idea that this is somehow, you know, elevating people, um, it, it, it must be debunked. It's just not fair. Yeah. 
Yeah. Tell us more. What? What? So you are going every which direction because you work for Students for Life. What is Students for Life and what do they have you doing? So at Students for Life, we are raising up the next generation of pro-life leaders oh. because if it weren't for what we do on high school campuses, college campuses all over the country, um, who would the next generation be? You know, right. Who yeah. would be equipping them? And that's what we're doing at Students for Life. We love it. I host a podcast called Speak Out with Christine Jurgen that they power. Um, I've had guests on like Dr. Ben Carson, Dennis Prager. Awesome. Um, Kristen Hawkins, who's the president of Students for Life. Uh, Kirk Cameron. Alex Clark with Turning Point USA, you name it. Um, And so basically what we do is we talk about abortion kind of in the way that society influences it. Like, you know, fatherlessness uh, increases teen pregnancy, which increases abortion rates. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a guy on who was a former porn addict and porn fuels sex trafficking, which then fuels abortion rates. Mm -hmm. Um, So we talk about different ways that, you know, our culture impacts the abortion industry or the abortion rates. Um, But Students for Life as a whole has college campus groups. If you're familiar with Turning Point, it's kind of like yeah. that, but cool. for the pro-life movement. And so we, we equip them and teach them how to get involved in their areas. We do things um, with them and tell the communities about pregnancy resource centers. We go door knocking for candidates. There's Students for Life action as well. So we do a little right. bit of everything. We're like one of the only uh, boots on the ground national organizations, too. And that's why we have to absolutely support and love up on those institutions you are so right because if you don't do that who will yep. that's the way we think about all this stuff so we're, we're, we're dramatically trying to get uh, the word out on all the stuff that's causing the destruction of the family like for example the fatherlessness I, I'm so glad you brought that up you know the left's ambition to destroy the family structure you don't need a father you don't need any of that stuff um, and, and you look at these communities that suffer from crime and suffer from high abortion rates and the key thing is, is you got fathers that aren't involved you got families that aren't making Christ the center of their home and so until that happens yeah you're right you have young people lost people selfish people susceptible to to the teachings of cu boulder in these kind of places it says yeah why would you let a baby get in the middle of your career you're going to be a superstar in the law firm or whatever the last thing you knew as a child uh distracting you so we commend you we bless you we thank you for that work uh, because if you don't do it nobody else will but the biggest thing about that is you can't do it all you need other people to hear this message you know you've got your heart sort of sown correctly the soil is is fertile and the seed just has to get planted so that's the really big impact there is is you're doing this to where you don't know you might get we might get 50 people today that say you know what i'll never think like that again i'll we don't know uh, but we're planting seed we're planting seed and we're hope we're planting the war the word of the lord and in your heart folks we're just telling you to embrace some of this stuff. Life is worth protecting. I can guarantee you that right now. So you go to the pro, pro-life movement. You're back here. Now, when, what, date, what date was that? You the March for Life was uh, the 20th of okay. January. Okay. So I was 20th, just there. So you're just there. You're just there fresh. What was the... Um, I'm imagining, so like I just went to this uh, the Reawaken tour with Clay Clark in, in Nashville. I left that movement fresher than ever, more inspired than ever, more passionate, more God-centered than ever, and, and wanting to, to do these things. I'm assuming you had that same kind of motivation. That Did you have a new buoy in your spirits leaving that event on how to take that work into your community now, uh, being around that many like-minded people? Did, did it boost you? Yeah, you know what? It was interesting this year. I mean, the March for Life is always so special to go to, and I'm so honored to be able to be a part of it. But I would say, interestingly enough, the so Students for Life hosts the National Pro-Life Summit, which is the day after the March for Life. And uh, we had 
close to 2,200 students mm. there. And I would say that was what fired me awesome. up so much, seeing all of the students, high school and college age, mm. so excited to learn and take this back to their communities of how they can get involved, how they can help women, how they can help moms. And, you know, when I'm doing the baby showers, they say, how can I do what you do in my area? How can I rally people to help people? How can I support these women? Um, and I would say that is what fired me up the most this year because – they're going to be the ones who take the torch from people like Lila Rose, Abby Johnson, uh, Kristen Hawkins. You know, it, we can't only have a few people. We need more people yeah. to do this. And I don't yes. know if you guys know who um, Zuby is. He's an independent rapper. Yes, and I love him. He does a lot on Twitter and social media, too, as well. He was on Joe Rogan mm-hmm. and he was on my podcast and he said something that I've been taking away. Um, he said, imagine if everybody was just 10 percent braver. Oh. 10% more bold. If everybody did that, especially when it comes to the pro-life movement, it was just a little bit more brave in how they shared this and just kind of tiptoed into it a little bit. You don't have to be uh, Lila Rose or Nabby Johnson to make a difference. You don't have to be a Christine Jurgen and, you know, throwing it in people's faces that you're pro-life. <laughs> but if you were just 10% more bold mm. on this issue... Our country would be a different place. Oh. That gives me goosebumps. Well, when you think about it, you know, that's what we're asking. We're asking for bravery in all the things that, you know, all your truths in life. You must be brave in it. So you're right. You don't have to be a, a religious freak and pro-life nut yeah. uh, day one. But what you'll find is once you start caring for life, it, it's somewhat addictive. It somewhat has momentum. And so um, I love that concept. Now, yes. 10% braver. What's the first step in getting a little braver? Just talking about it. Talking about it. Just talking about it. Talk to your friends about it. See where they stand. A lot of times you don't have to debate them. Ask them, why do you believe that? Why do you think that? And then you can see the position that they're coming from. And then you can see, do I agree with them? Do I disagree with them? How do I form a a response to this? And it doesn't have to be a debate and just say, well, you know, I think this. Um, But talking to your friends or family. And then if you eventually maybe want to share on social media, you can do that too and go a little bit farther. Um, or if you want to take down sex ed in your kid's school, I'll be there behind you. Yeah, and you on. we've done um, it. Because <laughs> comprehensive sex ed, realistically, is what is pushing kids to become pro-abortion these days. Right. Um, they're telling them that it's not a baby, that sex is normal. Uh, I had a, a woman who was a comprehensive sex ed teacher for 10 years who was Planned Parenthood trained, LGBTQ trained, which I didn't even know was a thing. I didn't either. And um, she came on and said that we, we were normalizing sex and even multiple partners or orgies for 10-year-olds. Um, oh, my goodness. Yeah. So the fact that they're doing that and then they tell you it's not a baby, it's nothing, it's a clump of cells. So you have they're, – they're telling you how to have safe sex as if that's a thing for a 10-year-old. Ugh. And then here's how to have the abortion. And so young girls don't even know what abortion is. Mm-hmm. They don't know how it's performed. And they certainly don't know what the baby looks like inside the womb. Mm-hmm. In Colorado here, we try to get uh, an ultrasound in comprehensive sex ed classes. So not something where a woman comes in, but just here's a video of an ultrasound. Right. Here's the baby at six weeks here's a baby at 12 weeks you know something like that very educational very yeah. scientific medical um democrats completely shot it down of course voted wow. it down, which is which shows their agenda yeah because 100%. they know that when eight out of ten women see an ultrasound if they are abortion minded they choose life when they yeah. see the humanity of that baby 
they end up choosing life. So yeah. when if they start showing kids ultrasounds and comprehensive sex ed, this whole narrative that it's not a baby is going to be debunked and more people are going to choose life and that's yeah. going to be bad for the wallets of Planned Parenthood. That yep. is so insane. So there's one Democrat uh, down at the Capitol right now who is talking about using taxpayer money for abortion. She recently had a town hall where she said, we're looking at increasing state funding for family planning clinics to ensure Colorado Coloradans can get access to comprehensive planning services to strengthen state cover uh, requirements for private health care plans to ensure that Colorado have access to preventative care, which would include reproductive health, oral health and behavioral health services. How terrifying is that? And what can we do to, you know, be a cog in this? Isn't it funny how they call it family planning? 100%. <laughs> and they, they call it preventative care. The pre- women's rights and all this stuff. The things. prevention is before you get in bed with somebody. Preach. You have the choice not to sleep with somebody who is not your husband. Yeah. Um, God designed marriage. marriage and family very intentionally. And when yes. you think about it, it's very logical as well. Yes. Because when you're with your husband... And you become pregnant, it's not that big of a deal. Not at all. Um, So it's it's funny that they call it family planning um, because it's exactly the opposite of that. But um, we need more people to get involved in Colorado. We need a more cohesive pro-life movement in Colorado. We kind of right now have everybody's got, you know, different ideas of what's going to work. But the Democrats are steamrolling us. I mean, they're shoving things down our throat that we don't want. You you can just go to one of these things down at the state capitol and you can testify. And we, we have done that. And we've had a lot of people down there. And we have far more people show up in support of pro-life yeah. bills uh, and movements than, than we do the opposite. They have, their their numbers are, they pale in comparison. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'd say get involved. I mean, there are multiple organizations here in Colorado, and it depends. what it, Where is your heart? You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be with legislation. Um, but also get involved with your elections. Make yeah. sure we're voting these people out. Make sure we're holding them accountable. And if they have pro-life promises that they're making when they're running, hold them accountable. Yes. Amen. Something that I like um, that you're talking about, you know, there's the legislative aspect that you can be ac- an activist in. Um, but a lot of these conversations, I think you can just fix them at the home. Mm-hmm. I think conservatives, Republicans, Christians alike, um, you know, you need to be parents that actually talk about this with your kids. I know for me, it was just like a, nope, you don't have sex before marriage. And it really left a hole in, in what is this thing that they're yeah. talking about, you know? And, um, are there resources for parents to give like godly like sex ed talks to their kids? Yes. yes. Monica Klein. Look her up. She is the one who I had on my podcast. Um, I, I, I'm blanking on the name of her organization right now. We'll get and it. I feel awful. But uh, Monica Klein, she's the one who did 10 years of comprehensive sex ed. And she's the one who decided I don't like what I'm doing anymore. She is unapologetic, unapologetically pro-life now mm-hmm. and teaches you how to talk to your kids about sex. Because if you don't talk to them, somebody's going to. Yep. Mm, yeah, and exactly. It, it might not be what you think. And so you want to open the door to have those conversations so that your kids can feel free to come talk to you and ask you a question instead of going to a stranger. You don't want to normalize your child talking about sex with a stranger. 100%. Yeah, something that we started in our home with my oldest, who I also had as a a young mom unmarried, um, we started at second grade just kind of talking about your bones, talking about your 
you're, you know, this is your body parts, all that kind of stuff. And it took away this whole sex talk, like stress, you know, where you're yeah. not like, oh, I'm talking about, you know, this and that and the birds and the bees. It really just like was age appropriate. And then the conversation was open and it was an ongoing conversation until we actually talked about sex a little bit, like years later, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think these conversations need to start at a young age, you know, with your kids, not like, you know obviously age appropriate um and don't go to the library and grab books because like you have to fine tune what you're providing to your to your kids because a lot of these books i went recently with my uh youngest my youngest daughter and in comparison to what i saw on the shelf with my oldest daughter oh my gosh the intensity of the transgender ideology the lgbtq stuff there is there are limited resources so thank you for that Yes. Yeah, they want to sexualize children. 100%. Our guest, Christine Jurgen, in studio with us. And we'll go to a break in just a moment. Don't do it yet, just Luke. I want to share this story. When I was in Nashville, right, they talked about the Kirk Cameron uh, situation. Brave Books was the you know yes. the publisher doing those tours. And they described this event, this series of, of calls to public libraries in California. No, 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 no. But they have drag queen story hour in mm-hmm. in all these places and, and that's not just like a cute little unicorn book this is some really filthy stuff that they're doing with children so that must be that's a darkness that needs a lot of light on it but as i was going to the airport to leave i was telling the uber driver that story and he was less like you're you're kidding he, they, they said denied to the christian book reader but they're letting these you know monsters and horns and devil clothes come in and read to our children see but i don't think he'd ever heard that yeah. And that's why we're going to never stop talking about that stuff, because this keeps going on. Uh, the resistance needs to grow. We'll do this. We still got you for the rest of the show, folks. Uh, we'll get your calls in the back half, email, text, whatever you need. We're doing great here Wednesday on the Matthew Dark Show, KLZ, uh, 560 AM. Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom is a nonprofit network of healthcare providers committed to medical freedom and patient choice. We stand for patient rights, medical privacy, informed consent, and individualized healthcare. To learn more about our mission, visit coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Any donation made is fully tax deductible and supports our efforts to protect the healthcare rights of everyone, especially our children. Again, that's coloradohealthcareprovidersforfreedom.com. Stay informed, Colorado, and be well. Every family needs a healthcare team that has your child's best interest as top priority. And Roots Medical is proud to offer exactly that. At Roots Medical, we strive to empower and educate both parent and child about the importance of gut health, how to implement healthy changes in the home, and of course, all the benefits that come from a fully optimized immune system. Same day and sickness appointments are available and easy to schedule. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. That's R-O-O-T-S medical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Welcome, welcome back. This is the Matthew Dark Show on 560 KLZ. We are on air with Matthew Dark and Christine Jurgen. Um, will you tell us how people can find and connect with you on social media and the internet? Yeah, so I, I have ChristineJurgen.com, um, but primarily I'm most active on Instagram. Yeah. And it's just my name, Christine Jurgen, Y-E-A-R-G-I-N. Um, and that's where I share the baby showers, that's, or the baby registries, and... Uh, it's funny, you know, again, they say that 
pro-lifers don't care about women, but I have people who legitimately get upset and angry with me that they weren't able to get to the baby registry in mm. time. And they're like, can, can we do more for her? We want to do something else. Can we help her with schooling? Does she need help with daycare? Um, and oh. we do a lot of that. And, and I want to share some of the stories of some of the women that we have been helping because pe- people don't realize the overwhelming majority of people who choose abortion do so because of finances. Mm -hmm. And that's such an easy fix, right? I mean, that's something that we can help with. And we had a woman on who, um, the husband did not want her to have their fourth baby. They already had three kids together. And, um, she, he said, if you have this baby, then I'm going to leave you. And she said, well, I don't want to have an abortion and I'm going to have the baby. Well, he left her. Wow. And so we did a shower for her, got her everything that she needs. Um, you know, and I'm talking when we help these women, we do high quality stuff. We don't just go buy the cheap stuff. That's going to break. I'm super into the whole non-toxic vibe. So, um, I make sure that we get really high quality organic things that are going to last. And we do car seat, crib, stroller, um, glider, like rocker if they need it, diapers and wipes for a year, clothes for a year. Uh, pretty much anything that you would see on a typical baby registry, we purchase for them. It ends up being about $3,000 worth of stuff. Um, but for this particular mom, I also did what I like to call a $1 challenge. So not everybody can give 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, but most people can donate a dollar. And so I do it on social media and I say, hey guys, this is the situation. Her husband just left her. She's probably going to have some financial um, hardship here in the time being, especially if he's not going to be paying child support. Um, but let's just bless her so we can take a little bit of a weight off of her shoulder. And within 24 hours and all of the $1 donations, we raised $13,000 for hey, her. Amen. Jeez. Yeah. So, but do you know what's funny? The pro-abortion people come around and they say, well, that's not going to raise her baby for you know 18 years. That's not enough. You're not doing yeah. enough. And so I say, you're right. It's not gonna. It's not gonna raise her baby for 18 years. Would you like to donate? Right. Immediately, I get blocked or ignored. <laughs> they want nothing to do with me anymore. Oh, so when so it comes funny. to them getting off the couch or lifting their finger to actually help these women that they claim to care about, they're nowhere to be found. Of course. Oh, and just and just think about that. Just absorb that for a second, folks. It doesn't take much confrontation to send this enemy fleeing into the woods. <laughs> I mean, it's really unbelievable how. And we pray for him because it's also like those are the people that we're after the the agnostic or you know i think it's fine because you know like we do a lot of anti-vax stuff here so we think the covid19 shots are right there with fentanyl as far as most toxic substances on the planet And, and it's okay to to do that but we've not given people enough information about the COVID shots for them to make a, an informed decision. It's the same thing in the abortion and pro-life movement is that they're not giving enough information to me. You can do this. This idea that you can't, that's all gone now. Stacey Abrams, of course, the disgraced, failed gubernatorial candidate in Georgia. Um, she had no problem saying out loud that, no, no, we are worried about inflation. Abortion's the best thing for inflation. Uh, she also said that uh-huh. a heartbeat and an ultrasound was a manufactured sound. So I'm thinking, what, what, are the do- yeah, what are the doctors <laughs> right. doing in the back room, like beatboxing to make yeah. an, a heartbeat? Yeah. But, you know, they'll deny everything. You know, the sun is. Because they deny pink. God. That's, That's the thing. You know, it's yeah. so heartless and just ugly. Um, 
You have uh, been just such an advocate in this space. I just love your sense of humor, too, about it. <laughs> You're just, you just crack me up. Um, you're like one of the original palms, right? Yeah, Would oh, I say? love these like, palms. Just They've risen up. But yeah, God bless our palms. Our pissed off moms. moms. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll be one of those. Yeah, yes. totally. Well, um, there was a mom um, that is from, you know, Colorado. She's a congresswoman now. She's uh, Brittany Pedersen. And she recently made a video where she talked about um, her vote to protect women's health care, saying that Republicans in Congress were attacking re- reproductive rights. Like, what were they actually voting for? Because I hear it had to do with birth after a failed abortion. Mm. Yeah, so um, of course the abortion industry, another thing they don't want you to know about is that some abortion procedures fail. Mm. And sometimes the baby is born alive. In which case, what Republicans advocate for is to give that baby medical care. Mm -hmm. To go take care of them and try to save their life. Because at that point it's no longer my body, my choice, you know, part of the woman's body. or They have a right to life. Yes, yes. They're already born. They're their own individual at this point. I mean, they're their own individual prior to being born Mm -hmm. too. But um, Democrats voted against that. All but one. Yeah. Voted to essentially not give health care to these babies. I want to make sure for our listeners you understand what was just said. And this happened. This is another one. It's whatever turns that light on in your heart that says, okay, I want to get involved. If a baby, so here we have a, a, a near... Nine-month-old. Yeah, exactly. Later, 40 weeks. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're deep into this pregnancy and the abortion fails and the baby is born. It's in a delivery room. It's in a, a medical setting. Democrats say, everybody walk away. Just let it squeal and suffer and die right there on the table. Is that what they're suggesting would be the action if no medical care was offered? Essentially. <laughs> oh um, there, there are different ways. Now, l- listen, and I'm going to get kind of gruesome here. Abortionists are killing babies for a living. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what they do. Yes. They're not the most moral individuals. Probably fair. If you will. There's a guy named Warren Hearn who lives here in Colorado. He's a late-term abortionist here uh, in Boulder. And he believes that humans are a cancer on society and that he's doing the world a favor <laughs> because he it's a population control kind of thing. Right. I met a, a nurse who used to work for him years and years ago. And she said in a situation where there was a baby born alive, he snapped the baby's neck. So... The Democrats won't let you know, or the abortion industry won't let you know that there are babies who are born alive, um, and they want you to think that you know everything is just hunky dory. It's all it's all working out. But um, oftentimes there are nurses who say that they'll lay them on the metal trays. Um, there have been babies put in closets or in the trash bin, or they've been dropped in buckets of saline to drown. Um, and in this case with Warren Hearn, the neck has been snapped, and with Kermit Gosnell, uh, they use scissors to cut the back of the neck. As well, so it is an incredibly gruesome, gruesome thing that is happening. And to vote to not give care to these babies after they have been born alive is demonic. It's there is no other word to describe that behavior. And, and when we ask just regular people, just you voted for Bill Clinton in the nineties, okay? <laughs> this is a little bit different now. They're, okay, these are a different breed of hysterical left people in which. Um, you know, holding a man's hand, you know, 30 years ago, 
that's that was really extreme. We've normalized that so much that we've got drag queen story hour and we have the really the most uh, horrific of all in this state. Mind you, I want to make sure this is a state special. There's some states that have heard what you're talking about and made state law. You will mm-hmm. never do that in our state. This state is the opposite. We deal with a super mega left majority here. And so I can tell you the only way that you defeat evil that big is it's going to take every single one of your gifts out there. I need them all right now. Ten you've got lot. That's nothing. 10% is yeah. nothing. In fact, if you did 10% of most things, you'd be an epic failure. In this one, ladies and gentlemen, you just increase that bravery, which is speaking the word of life to those that maybe, you know, for most of these part, they don't actually, they're not actually hardcore abortionists. They're not. They're just, uh, they're not feeling the impact of the despicable way that these things are done. We must bring light to those who are so blind and that we got to have some tough conversations like yeah. you just did. I mean, we have to talk about some icky stuff because that's the only way it snaps people into reality. That drew me to tears just hearing that. It's filthy. I, and, and it grieves my heart for Colorado that that is a, is a practice here. Yeah. They they do. Uh, there was uh, I forget if it was one year, a couple years ago. Um, they introduced something similar here in Colorado in our state that babies who were born alive from a failed abortion would be given medical care, and mm. that was voted down as well. Um, there were two people who showed up. Of course, they wore their you know little white coat and like to show that they're a doctor. And, and one of the <laughs> women, it was only two people who spoke and um, spoke against it, uh, pro-abortion people. And one of the women said, well, I'm an ER doctor and I've never seen this. And I'm like, well, no, duh, you're an ER doctor. You're not in the abortion clinic watching what happens when these procedures are happening and when the babies are coming out. Like, you wouldn't see that. Yeah. No. It's just insane. They try to hide it because if women know that there's a chance that my baby is going to come out alive, um, then they're likely not going to do it. Who was that one Dem that did not vote? You know, I actually don't know the name. Ugh. I want to write well, him a thank you well, card. You might, you know, and they, uh, you know, not that that takes a lot to to get out, but it's like Democrats right now. You could have some decency. You could have some moral principles and tell your colleagues that, hey, this we're going too far with this stuff, but they won't. You, you have these sycophants all over this elected uh, body that think that. This race to extreme behavior is somehow going to elevate them in the world. It's really stunning. Um, let's do this, folks. We step away just one last time. We come back. Final segment. Christine Jurgen in studios, folks. It's a great hour. Stay with us. Matthew Dark Show, KLZ, 560 AM. Ladies and gentlemen, your attention please. This is a special announcement from Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com. COVID-19 vaccine injuries are real and more common than you think. Injuries include thyroid dysfunction, cognitive impairment, severe insomnia, menstrual irregularities, testicular cancer, liver dysfunction, multiple sclerosis, arrhythmia, brain tumor, suppressed immune system, and more. Informed consent requires your healthcare provider to inform you of the risk, benefit, and alternatives for the proposed medication. If you or someone you love did not receive informed consent prior to your vaccination, please visit Colorado Healthcare Providers for Freedom.com for resources, healing, and to report your injury. Vaccines are safe. Please. They are the safest vaccine I have ever seen in my career. The most important thing you can do to prepare for your holidays is to get your updated COVID vaccine. And yet some people still are not getting vaccinated. That is very frustrating. 
Stay informed and stay safe, Colorado. Hello, Colorado families. Roots Medical here. How great would it be to have your entire household under the care of one trusted medical center? At Roots Medical, newborns to seniors and everyone in between will always receive personalized and diligent health care. Specialties at Roots Medical include pediatrics, hormone replacement therapy, thyroid, gut health and nutrition, well women, and annual exams. Roots Medical has insurance and self-pay options, as well as virtual and in-person appointments. For more information, visit rootsmedical.net. Roots Medical, getting to the root of your healthcare concerns. Welcome back in, folks. Final segment here. Of course, Christine Jurgen in studio with us. Just real quick that have been joining us all hour, but a refresh on the contact. How do people know and see and help what you're doing? I love what you're doing. Yeah, you guys can find me at uh, christinejurgen.com or on Instagram or any social media. You can just search Christine Jurgen. That's Y-E-A-R-G-I-N. And I'm all over Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of the things. Okay. And, and, and And that might be that one step for you folks to saying, I'm kind of in the middle, I'm kind of agnostic, but I'm going to follow this lady on Instagram. You're going to hear stories. You're going to see elements. Maybe it's you giving $27 to help some mother go see an ultrasound that changes a life. For see, I don't think people have any understanding how much power they have in just a thought outside themselves for something greater than themselves for this moment right now. This is a great moment. You said it during the, the break there. We are dealing with extremists. You know, you don't get extreme without Satan coming in and dwelling in this. And I guess you could call me an extremist for pro-life. You could call me extremist for pro, um, you know, uh, health freedom and those kind of things. But this one's different. This has taken us some really dark places and in really extreme places because, see, think about this. So, of course, they don't want dads in the home. That's one way to get them. They want abortions, of course. There's a lot of money and there's a lot of power in that. And then when they're born as early as four years old, we want to start teaching the the cult stuff of LGBTQ and all that stuff. I mean, just go look at on our Instagram. We have a really filthy picture of some drag queen person dressed up in some outfit with a child up there with a microphone between his legs for the child to sing yeah, through. I okay, okay. These are the things. And if you're a Democrat mother or father, check yourself in the mirror right now. Yeah. Check yourself in the mirror right now. I have a feeling the only reason that you're not risen up and having uh, you know explosive vomit from this is because this hasn't come into your living room yet. See, because the same monsters that are pro-abortion, they're pro-LGBTQ. Yeah. They're pro all this lesbian and, and homosexual behavior and godlessness. It's the same crowd. You want to be with that crowd? There's another crowd over here that will love you, support you, give you the resources you need to live in prosperity with the Lord. It's a really clear, clear black and white line. I'm, I mean, it's... Never been more clear in my mind. Yeah, and you have to be, uh, you know, cognizant of what you're aligning with, what you you're yoking yourself with, what you're like, you know, giving a pass to. Like, I, I my heart aches for the Dems who are just like, oh yeah, totally okay with this, and then you have yeah. what you're saying. Like, you're cool with this, really? Well, you said something. You said uh, we were dealing with extremists here, and I want to highlight that because it used to be safe, legal, and rare. And now it's all nine months, you know, abortion on demand without apology. And um, they're extreme. There's nothing extreme about standing for life. That's normal. Yeah. Okay. You have to lie and manipulate a child to get them to think that it's okay to kill a baby. Mm -hmm. So when you show an Instagram or excuse me, an Instagram, an ultrasound to a child, they're going to look at that and they say, that's a baby. Yes. Even uh, you have a son who's three, yeah. almost four years old. Yeah. Um, they look at that ultrasound. They say, that's a baby. And then if they find out that you killed that baby, they're going to know that there's something wrong. So you have to manipulate these children yes. to think something 
else yes. is okay, and, and it's not. So it's not extreme to stand for life. That's what's normal. Yeah, right. like you naturally, inherently, we want to protect life. Life. Yes. But you have to be manipulated mm. to think otherwise. Yeah. 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 We're asking you to do things that you would normally never do to, to go along with abortion. And you have to just say it's okay. What I find amazing, and this is still just, I guess it's just that age old thing with a human being. It, it's really hard to convince someone that they've been lied to. It's easier yeah. to lie to them. Yes. It's hard to get them to a place and say, wow, this was all BS. This was all bull sugar. Um, and it goes down the line. The stuff you're describing, the manipulation, the lies, the hidden information, it's the same as the vaccine. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. The, the two-year-old that goes, uh, two-year-old in New Hampshire that goes to the pharmacy for a flu vaccine and a COVID vaccine and is dead 24 hours later, uh, that's as tragic as the mother that was lied at, you know, six months into her pregnancy says, you'll never be able to do it. You'll never make it. You'll never be able to afford it. You'll never, you'll never, you're never, it's that same lie. And it, at the end of the day, it's all costing innocent lives. Mm-hmm. So you have to admit that you've been lied to and that you're going to change your mind. Or you have to admit that you've been lied to and accept it. Yeah. That's a tough place to be. Very tough place to well, be. And that's why you're seeing such like a demonic kind of like uh, like manifestation when you're at things at the Women's March. Will you share what happened recent? Like, I mean, it was within a year ago at our own Capitol. Like you had to run for your life. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Literally. So we were at the uh, there were only five of us. We went as pro-life women to the Women's March. Oh. It sounds kind of weird. Why was it the Women's March? But they say it's for women. Right. right. So we go and all we're doing is holding pro-life signs there. And we, we thought it was an actual march. For whatever reason, Colorado was the only one. It was just a rally. They just spoke. They, there was mm. no march afterwards. So then nobody dispersed. Oh, no. So then we had, I'm talking probably thousands of people surrounding us five, one of which was pregnant. They are screaming at us, spitting on us, uh, stealing our stuff, shoving their signs in our face. Um, the police aren't really doing much. They're kind of just watching. And uh, the women there saying, you know, why do you have this pregnant woman here? You know, do you want her baby to die? And I'm thinking, I thought you guys are pro-woman. Why would her baby die? What are you talking about? So at that point, as soon as they start talking about her baby, I'm like, okay, we got to go. This is not safe anymore. I'm not going to risk your baby here. But they're chasing us out to the point where I'm talking these people who are like Antifa people came, came up to us. To protect us. They're like, we're worried about you. Oh, wow. And they got their little umbrellas out, their rainbow umbrellas out, and like <laughs> backed people off from us because they were even worried for our safety. Yeah. Yeah. So whoever those people are, I'm, I doubt they're listening because they're so, so far on the other yeah. side, but hopefully they are. Um, I'm appreciative to them yes. for that because they, they saw our safety was at risk and they came to protect us. Um, but it, it's extreme. Oh, and you know, gosh. something I want to say is the people who lash out the most oftentimes are hurting the most. Correct. Oftentimes they have had an abortion, maybe they're post-abortive and they are, they haven't found that healing that they need. They haven't found Jesus. And so they're taking that out on you because a lot of people say, well, how do you deal with that? That's so tough. I see the pain in their eyes and I say, I see that you're hurting. It doesn't make your actions right, but I understand them. Wow. So in that sense, the people who are lashing out and the overwhelming majority of people in America want to help women you know even people who are on the pro-abortion side they they're lied to and manipulate they think that they're helping women they think that right. you need abortion to help these women what about if the woman's life is in, in, in danger or what about this instance can you debunk that real quick how many pregnancies sure. are actually um the mother's going to die if you don't have an abortion right now i know it's under one percent but what is the it's tiny right none zero where the None. mother is going to 
die if you don't give an abortion. That does right. not happen. That's so, a great lie. What they're talking about, you know, there's situations like preeclampsia, you know, high blood pressure. There's things that can happen where you do need to separate the mother and the baby. However, you do not need to kill the baby prior to separating them. So what you do is you would do... Uh, Emergency C-section. You could induce labor. Because if it's genuinely, most of these conditions happen in the later pregnancies anyway, Mm -hmm. late-term pregnancy, uh, third trimester. And in those cases, the baby is viable. Mm -hmm. And those abortions take three to four days to complete because they insert a needle into the baby's heart, give them a heart attack. They have to wait for the baby to die and then they go in to check. And if the baby's not dead yet, they insert it again. And so that's a, if her life is in danger, you don't do that. You do an emergency C-section. Now, sometimes the baby is maybe a little bit too young to make it. And it might be a gestational age where the baby's not going to survive. And that instance, you give the baby a fighting chance, but you can also give them palliative care, which is where you're giving, making them comfortable. You give them any sort of pain thing or a, pain reliever so they don't feel anything but they die with dignity naturally they're not ripped apart because otherwise um in second term abortions they don't give them medicine to not feel that so they feel every bit of it and that's not compassionate so the compassionate answer is to deliver that baby give them a fighting chance and in the event that they're not going to make it maybe it's a, a fetal uh, abnormality or they're just too young, you give them palliative care and you allow them to pass naturally and with dignity. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I want to do this. This has been a powerful hour. And folks, this is the kind of stuff that it's, it's got to move you. We need your these words. They've come into your heart. Now, action on the ground. Um, one more time. I want to hear every place that we can connect with you, support you, be with you. Give us the listeners one more time where to hit you. Uh, you can search Christine Jurgen on Facebook. My handle on Instagram is at Christine Jurgen, Y-E-A-R-G-I-N. And I also have ChristineJurgen.com. So good. Last thing for Christine. Just thank you. I know you personally and you're a dear friend and your fight for what's right is just inspiring all the time. And I love you so much. I love you too. Yeah. Amen. I want to thank you. I want to, I want to first thank God for what you're doing through this woman's life and heart. I want to, I would ask yeah. that those words come in and they spread that we are planting seed right now, Lord. And we just ask that this, the soil that you've planted in is it's good. It's ripe. It's ready to take action, Lord. And so we'll do this folks for you. Uh, email us if you're missing any information from today. We want to make sure you have it. But until tomorrow, folks, remember this. Serve God. Help others. Stay good. Uh, goodbye. with the show on Instagram at the Matthew Dark Show or send an email to the Matthew Dark Show at gmail.com. Missed a show? Download any episode on Spotify. The Matthew Dark Show, live Monday through Wednesday at 9 a.m. on KLZ 560.